right, we are here at the Selly Hard Pod, and we're with our guest, the Czar of, is, it, is your title Czar? Uh, you know what it is today. Yeah. It is. Uh, <laughs> it is uh, what is your actual title? We should say it. I got it written down. Somewhere. Okay, my actual title is Director of Women's National Team Programs. Sounds a lot like the czar. Katie Million, <laughs> like money, uh, with like. USA Hockey. Winnie Bro Brown, the queen of Minnesota hockey. I'm filling in for Tom Chorsky, maybe because we're in a van down by the river. <laughs> Uh, but he's also traveling to watch his kids play, including his daughter, right? Yeah, so that's at Harvard. So if you're going to miss a uh, girls' hockey podcast watching your daughter, that's pretty good. Hey, I thought for um, the start we should stand for the anthem. Okay. We can't stand, but we'll kind of hunch for the anthem. Okay, hold on. Let's just see. Let's see if it even plays first. Just give me a second. We got a little, just a little build up for all the people listening on audio. And now to honor America, I'm going to try to Hand over your heart. Yeah. <laughs> something while watching the anthem there this van is missing an american flag yeah it should that's a miss on our part did you bring one i got my usa hockey on too so uh tell us about your role what uh you know what? What are you in charge of? What is, What do you? What's the role consist of? Yeah. So when a when a young female player ends up making our U18 team, she falls under the national team umbrella, and we take that that player um, and watch those players from the U18 team who we just announced our world championship yeah, team yep. for 2024 going to Switzerland um, here in January. Excited about that. But then, you know, follow the career of those players through their college and then national team aspirations. And then, obviously, I um, I oversee all of that and then into, you know, the national team, Olympic team, and and now, um, you know, the, the pro league, which we're really excited about. Yeah, and you were, you were running the WCHA yes. before that. Yes. And that must have been a treat because I know every girl in Minnesota – wants to play in you know the WCHA is kind of their top pick what was it like running that league yeah it was awesome it was um it, it was a dream come true for me to actually leave Lake Placid after being there for so long um you know I, I came out to Minnesota for that WCHA job and when uh, I was with that job for three seasons and it, it was absolutely wonderful I loved every single bit of it um, when USA Hockey came calling it was a really difficult decision for me because I loved my job with the WCHA so much but I knew in the end if I didn't take this opportunity to represent our country and have the opportunity to be back in the Olympic movement which is where my roots are I would yeah. kick myself forever so had to do it and it's been you know, a learning experience for sure, but uh, after having one quad under my belt, as we call it in the Olympic world, and on to the 2026 quad, I feel a lot more confident and have learned a lot and have, 
you know, really put a great team behind the team together. And we're really excited about what the results are headed toward for Milan 2026. And how do you guys know each other? Winnie, how did you get to know? Way back. Right when she came here for the WCHA. Yeah. Right? We met and had lunch and kind of just talked, talked. I I picked Winnie's brain as soon as I got out here. (laughs) So what did people tell you about Winnie? When you got here, what was like? Was it like you got to talk to this person? She's influential. Oh, like, what for was the... sure. Like Winnie's the goat. Like I mean, <laughs> you know that. But like Minnesota hockey, Minnesota the girls especially. Like Winnie is has a touch point with with every one of them, and it's it's pretty special. It's it's awesome. And yeah, she literally was one of the first people I talked to when we got out here. Yeah, we had a connection because I lived in Lake Placid <clears throat> for a year and a half. And that's, that's where right. she was living and working yep. at Orda. Yeah, right? exactly. For 17 Why were you in Lake Placid? For the U.S. national team. Oh. That's where we trained for a year and yeah. a half. And you said your roots are Olympics. Is that yep. from the Lake Placid mm-hmm. job? Or, yeah. So, that, I mean... I mean, that you were just walking through the scene. I know you also work with the 1980 team. I do. I do. I call that my side hustle. Um, it's really mm-hmm. fun to work with those guys. And I obviously met them through my um, Lake Placid years. And eventually they asked me to, you know, come to work for, with them and, and help them out with appearances and social media and, and stuff like that. So do that on the side as well. And so Tom, not being here, I got to throw in. <laughs> he, he wants her to talk about the fantasy The camp. fantasy Yeah, camp. in Lake Placid. Yeah. Yeah. Which is an awesome. So, what is, is it? What is the fantasy? Okay, camp? so the fantasy camp is really so cool. Me and this other colleague of mine back in Lake Placid, Jeff Potter, um, he actually came up with the idea. And, you know, when he told me about it, I'm like, oh my God, this is so cool. We have to do it. So, I'm I'm the one that makes makes stuff happen. Makes things happen, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. So, we started it back in, uh, I think it was 2015. And, um, it was super special. We had like 15 of the guys come back. They actually skate and coach with the campers, we call it. And um, now we're looking at our eighth year this coming May. And, uh, you know, it's a lot of repeat um, campers that come back. We have, um, I think it's nine guys who have been every single year. Oh, yeah, cool. and a lot like, of Minnesota guys. A lot of Minnesota right. guys, yeah, and Schneider, like all over the country. Yeah, How many people. people can go? We cap it at 64. Okay. Yep, so it's very small and intimate. Four teams that compete and they play on the 1980 ice with the guys, being coached by the guys. It's a complete VIP package. They get awesome swag. Um, everything's all inclusive. Awesome. It's it's really a, a really super cool experience. And um, what did you think of Lake Placid when you lived there? Uh, it's it's a beautiful place. Like yeah. every time we go there, for it's one of my parents' favorite places to visit. Now that they don't go there anymore because I don't go play hockey there anymore, or my little sister. But it's um it's like a surreal place, and especially in the summer where there's like yeah. the lake and hiking and biking and. It's, it's amazing. It is amazing. And we actually go back for our USA Hockey Women's National Festival in August. And we were and that's just, the best time. It was absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. And just like in Lake Placid itself, they've done so many renovations to the town, all the Olympic venues. It's unbelievable. If you haven't been, go. It's it's awesome. Yeah, yeah it's definitely a destination place yeah. that you want to visit. Have you been there? No. Okay, <gasps> you should put it on your destination. I have not. And that in Vermont. And Still the locker room, so the yep. locker room the 1980 yep. team is in is called what? 
Oh, it's locker like room number five. Locker room number five. Yeah. And, and when you're in there. the fantasy Still camp, there. are you in that locker room ever? Or is no. that sealed well, off? They, That's the like f- Graceland. <laughs> it is Graceland. And um, actually, for the longest time, it was never touched. Like the same like like lids on the seats and everything. Wow. It's since been renovated. Um, the guys were like, yeah, it's time. It's 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 old, 40 years, right? Yeah. Um, but the first night of the fantasy camp, it's open and all dressed with their jerseys and everything and lighting and stuff so everybody can go in and take pictures and stuff. But then the next day when we start practices and games, um, the guys actually use that locker room. Okay. And it's really funny because they'll be sitting there in the spots that they were in in 1980. And they, just the stories that come up. And I'm, I've been privileged enough <laughs> to, to hear, <laughs> hear a lot of them. And it's pretty funny. <laughs> now, now the winter, though. The winter's a whole nother story. Yeah, that's sure. Well. The amount of snow, because that's when I lived yeah. there, was for the winter months. It's just it brutal. Like, it's, yeah. It's pretty harsh. It can be a harsh winter. Well, I have a very important question. Not that um, Minnesota isn't. <laughs> right? <laughs> Actually, you know what? I, but she can compare. I now. can compare. Yeah. And one of What's the things, worse? for me, like Lake Placid is cold and a lot of snow, but you get sunshiny days and, you know, you can go out skiing and mountains and whatever. Out here, it's the wind I can't get used to. Um, that whipping wind. Of the, yeah, like inside like the band. Right <laughs> so, Winnie, you've lost your voice. So, yeah, um, I don't want to be the guy coming on a women's hockey podcast that talks a lot, but I'm helping you're you. You're going to have uh, it's to. Like a, I'm like your deep partner. You, can, you're, you might have to you're just a, you're a tough cut carry. my voice You're a tough out. carry tonight. Um, I know, but I said, you know, it's kind of like you have games when you're sick. You got podcasts right. when you're sick. This is your flu game. This it's is my like, flu game. You like sound Jordan. great, though, yeah. right now. Like, the team must be helping. I like it. Hopefully. Do you have one of the blue track suits from 1980? Oh, my God, I wish. Can I you wish. remake those? I mean, that's you know the greatest. People, you know what's oh, you well, Here's a funny story. Camp. Here's a funny story. The first time I ever met him, John Harrington and Bud Schneider come out to Lake Placid Did for an appearance. <laughs> All of a sudden, John shows up in his suit, like it's just trots out because he's the only one. It's he's, still he is the only one. You, Ruzioni doesn't fit. Oh in God, no! Like, nobody wants to see that. No. That's my, my father-in-law, Charlie Brown, was in the '72 Olympics, yeah. the Silver Streak team, and he still has, I think, every All single item. So well, we're going to come back to some 1980 stories. I do have to tell you, though, um, just this summer, Steve Kristoff, who, you know, he's pretty quiet, doesn't yeah. do a lot of yeah. stuff. But we had an autograph signing, and he brought me a bag. He's like, hey, they have something for you. And I'm like, oh, my God, Steve, like, what? Is you know, like, no, but it was like a, a it wasn't the suit, but some some track suit that they were issued when they went to, you know, made the team. And he's like, you know, I was just going to throw this out or, or something. And he's like, I thought you might like it. And I was like, oh, my God, that's, that's the sweetest. That's great. Have you worn it? I, I'm afraid to. And actually, has, and actually has a player like earning that suit, making yeah. a team is probably more important than even the one that yeah. you wore. Right. That's what I, as a player, that's what I would think. So, so cool. That's pretty cool. So cool. All right, we're going to put you to work a little bit. Oh, boy. So uh, <laughs> this new league, yes. uh, the PWHL, yeah. um, I know it's early. They're still figuring it out. They haven't mm-hmm. played yet. What do you think the impact's going to be on national teams? You know, Because I remember... Uh, it, there was a time, and, and really it's sort of like uh, parents would say, I heard uh, female hockey parents all, well, it's not like she's going to play in the NHL, right? And so 
you had a lifespan. You you kind of got done with college, and if you were one of the top 40 players, mm -hmm. you could maybe dance around this mm -hmm. national team thing for a while or play in Europe, yeah. or then you were done. And now that's not going to be the case. You can be a pro player yeah. making better money. Yeah. So I think that's got to change your selection yeah, process. Yeah, it, it definitely will. And I, I have to I have to start this conversation by, by thanking Winnie and her dad for all that they have done. Like, seriously, like, without the, you guys, like, starting the Whitecaps and just, I don't even know how many years ago that was, but that was really the start yeah, of all 18 this. 18 years. Was yeah. it 18 years 18. ago? No, 19. Because cool. it was 2004. It's just incredible. Yeah. Like, you guys had the vision, right? Mm -hmm. And so you started cool. this. So it's kind of cool it started in 2024, 20 yeah. years later. Yeah. Didn't even think about that. That's pretty wild. Pretty, pretty cool. But, you know, obviously that was the start of, you know, women being able to play hockey after college. And, you know, you know, obviously there's just a small sector that move on to the national team and have those opportunities. But to be able to continue playing is, is definitely special. And, and that was our goal, right? Cause exactly. Jenny Potter, Jenny Schmidtall and I were graduating, our dads are like, you need a place to play. You're only 23 That's years right. old. <laughs> You're just beginning. And uh, so that's why they started. So for me, yeah. it's awesome to see where it is 20 years later for exactly. all these women. And now the player pool for you, the U.S. That's national right. team is going to be a lot bigger. And the college game, it's going to push all the teams to compete more because now they're going to have a bigger player pool of players trying to play, not just on the national exactly. team, but also professionally. So do you think it'll so change win -win. your... What I'm intrigued by is... Um, Instead of the old model, mm -hmm. I'm one of the best players when I graduate. I'm in the mix mm -hmm. for the national team. I'm a chosen one, mm -hmm. right? Now it seems like, like the NHL, if you were running the table in the P-Dub and Absolutely. you're on fire, you've <laughs> never really been in the orbit of USA Hockey, That's right. you could get on one of those teams, right? Absolutely. I mean, yeah, and I mean, that that is what's special about it is because there's somewhere for them to be seen and to be playing games and to, as, exactly as you said, to, you know, run the table, we're going to take notice and, and bring those in. I think, you know, an example could be um, Haley Skamura. She mm -hmm. was a, a, a player that was never really looked at throughout her U18 college career. She goes on to play in the um, in the pro league afterwards and, you know, our, our previous coach, Bob Corkum, saw her and, and plucked her out and, and she's been on the on our team ever since. And I think Becca Gilmore is another one and, you know, there's a there's a lot of names that will we'll definitely rise because of that opportunity. Well, I love that because it seems like it was always sort of, um, especially in women's hockey, it was like ch you were chosen, like you were kind Selected, of in the club. We call it. Yeah, you were in the <laughs> club, <laughs> or you weren't in the club. Well, because it's hard to get in, right? right? And, Once you're and if you're, right? yeah, and if you're, you have to make a life decision yep. at a certain age whether you're going to continue or not. Now it feels like more of a meritocracy, right? I, if you're good, you're good, mm -hmm. and and it's hard to ignore them. And you just hired a scout, yes. right? So talk about her because that's a big role and. Yeah. And and what are you what are you excited about there? Yeah, we've had a couple of new hires, which I'm really excited about. Haley Scarupa, who's a 2018 gold medalist, she just joined our staff as a full time head scout, and we are super excited about that. Um, when I first started at USA Hockey, they they 
cut down to bare bones and it was just me and slowly I've been able to add on staff and Haley's been the, the latest one that we are just incredibly excited about. We know we're missing players, especially in the younger age groups, in the U18s and the ones that Winnie has touch points with every day. And just to have her be able to, you know, keep track of those players all across the country and get an eye on them, you know, in different tournaments and things like that. To, because as you know, when one set of eyes, one right? set of eyes, one set of eyes watching all and taking that's opinions. Right. That's the biggest thing. Cause that's the hardest thing because exactly. everyone has a different opinion and a different view of a player. That's right. Right. But if you have one point of reference, it's a lot easier, I'm sure, because mm -hmm. that person's seeing them all. Exactly. against each other and, and well so will she just be on the road college games yep. tournaments i mean she's going to be yeah she's going to be in a she's going to be in a van <laughs> down, down by the river yeah for sure i mean she might not know what she just signed up for well she's she's great she better get a sky club membership right she probably won't be flying who knows but i mean that what will she be looking at college mostly yeah or? so for right out of the box it's definitely going to be the concentration is the u18 um the group and a lot of high school and, and prep school games and tournaments and things like that um and then slowly you know like this weekend is a big tilt with wisconsin and ohio state we're all going to be watching that <laughs> yeah, one right gonna like it's going to be a great game it's going to be competitive um, and then she's already been on the road with us for the rivalry series, so she can just start to get acclimate, acclimated with all the different levels. But uh, right out of the box, it's it's to, to concentrate on that younger group. Yeah, and I think it's awesome because she was a past player. Yes. Right? And yep. a past player in the program. That's right. Um, being an Olympian. Gold medalist. Gold, gold medalist, medalist. And played collegially. Yep. She's played professionally. She's done it all. Yep. So. And she and knows what it takes and what kind of character and what kind of what kind of player we're looking for. Yeah, and what questions to probably ask the people yeah. she's asking. Exactly. That's and it's important. been a, you know, Winnie and I have talked about this a lot. It's been a missing piece for our program. And so we're just so mm -hmm. excited to, to get it going and to have Haley leading it. Well, that's huge. And so you just named the 18 team? We did, right? yeah. So tell me some, just give me some headlines on what's exciting or maybe where people are from or yeah. you've been doing this a while so yeah. what stands out to you about this 18 team oh that's a great question um well we had um a u18 series in in august in lake placid and um we we learned a lot we uh we played sweden they came over and uh did a, a camp with us and we learned a lot does that mean you got smoked well not against sweden <laughs> okay not against sweden. I'm reading between against sweden. we did well but then we had our three game series with canada and it yeah, wasn't we, pretty. we we got smoked um so a lot of learning pieces there um we just held a fall camp here in blaine and uh brought in what was it 30 some odd players and did an, a selection camp. We brought in some new players, left some people off the roster. We just we knew we needed to make changes, and so we uh, had them here for three days and, and did a little camp. And and out of that camp, named this latest roster, which you know hopefully with a lot of touch points with this this group. Obviously not in person, but uh, a lot of zooms and a lot of going over systems and just again with Haley's help, just being able to have touch points with them. To here's the things you need to work on before we get to Switzerland in January. What did you learn? Like, well, I mean, without getting into the nitty-gritty, what yeah. what are some shifts you're making? Yeah, well, for definitely, um, you know, just more teaching points with the with the players. Like, 
you know, we have such short times to be together with them and just for them to know their roles and know the systems that we're playing and what kind of, you know, hockey we want to play. It's no secret. It's fast and strong, you know, is what we want. So um, just having, you know, more teaching moments with them. So it sounds like the last tournament is classic all-star team. You threw a bunch of people together and yep. now you're really yeah. teaching them as a team. Exactly. As you, so even though they're not going to be on the ice together all that much, you're, it's almost like they're in a class together at exactly. least going towards it. Exactly. Who are some of the players that made it and uh, any interesting stories? Um, well, you know what? One of them is uh, is Josie St. Martin, who you guys just had on your, yep. your podcast. Um, she got the Sally Hard bump oh. making the national team. I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, how many how many Minnesotans is it? Uh, oh gosh, you would ask me that. You know what? I don't I don't even look at it that way. I'm just looking for the, the, the best players, players, right? Um, but who are some of the stories? Like anything? Uh, any history or? We have two goalies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lee Lamp and Nor Hannon. Yep. Where are they from? Edina, Minnetonka. Uh, it's nice that those two communities right? cobbling it together were able I know. to find some success. Honestly, you should be asking Winnie this question. Bear and <laughs> that's that's good. So um, so that's great. So I have to tune yeah. in for that one and, and for watch sure. it. And, I, uh, and it's in Switzerland. Yeah, Switzerland. Oh, we're going to be um, yep. We're going to be doing a pre camp there in 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 Zurich, and then the tournament is in in Zug or Zug. I don't know. However you say it. Well, that's great. Yeah. And, uh, how, what is the time difference? Is that be an easy one to watch or a hard one Should to watch? Should be easy. Um, I think it's a six-hour six hour time difference. NHL Network? NHL Network. Outstanding. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. That's, that's the plan. It's very cool. Um, let's do a little PWHL. Uh, yeah. This is more just for fun. Have you seen these jerseys? I, I saw them online. Yeah. I saw them Everyone's online. Everyone's talking yeah. about them. So yeah. now I would think Winnie, you're the only person that probably liked them because they just look like a Roseville jersey. <laughs> That's what you said. From the 80s, only with just and changed Roseville to whatever Roseville. team they are. Um, hey, we're just playing on the east side. Right? And, <laughs> and they're maybe purple in Minnesota or blue, I can't tell. But it is interesting. I said it's got to be bad lighting, right? I don't know I what don't happened. I don't know. I so don't know. I bring don't it up. Know. Now, I'm rooting for the PWHL. Yep. Don't get me wrong. Yep, we all are. But yep. this is this is a girls' but hockey But you're a marketing thing. person. This is, a, I, this is your this thing. Is, so, first of all. <laughs> they should call John King. I would PWHL. love it if they did. But, like, <laughs> John King. we got to start marketing girls hockey as yes. well as yeah. men's hockey i mean it's boys hockey it's yeah. crazy to me i mean uh whatever team names jerseys yep. content um because part of the reason when he started this pod right is um you know a lot of girls don't even sell when they score because they've been on this this path they're probably rushing to the car you know afterwards and they're not having a beer after the game uh, as they get older. So and, true. And, and, I always did. And, and, I know. <laughs> you, I know. you and Oz, right? <laughs> yeah, me and Oz. But I think, you know, let's... And, and she's silly darn. We're, we're looking for those uh, cowgirls out there on every team that... Uh, yeah, it's trying to like, promote yeah. the game. Yeah, just and, I, and I, when I saw yeah. those jerseys, I just thought to myself... Of Roseville. That's a missed yeah. opportunity. You know, you yeah. should really have... Uh, yeah. pushed it. I would have rather seen them go over, over the, top, the top where yeah. it's like there's More there's a crack in yeah. and there's a, you know. <laughs> well, and, and I think that, you know, I, I again, I don't know the full story. And but I'm not they, ragging on the P-dub. I'm no. just saying, yeah. man, you only get a couple chances to make a first And, and, and here's the thing. Once, I, yep. I think the thought process is like, not let's not rush into something that and make a mistake. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so they're being probably super conservative. Exactly, and I think you know because they are trying to get this league up and running in such a short time and have the puck drop on January one. They're they are being conservative and you know just doing the things they have to do to get started and mm-hmm. then can expand on you know cool names and logos and you yep. know all that stuff because yep. or maybe sponsorship yep maybe yeah. they need a pull tab sports team that's right in minnesota uh, or the or the or top, top of the, the tater yeah. hey, why don't we do man. a message from our right? sponsors <laughs> top so, potato right here message from our sponsor <laughs> we are sponsored so we're sponsored by cub and they chose top of the tater to highlight. We'll open up a bag in a minute here, but right. two two top of the taters for four bucks in November. What? So if you want to show up at Thanksgiving like a hero, this is Ameri- Minnesota's favorite uh, dip, and they a lot of people do the old Dutch chips, yep. which is a Minnesota okay. chip with the ridges. This is like. This is about as Minnesotan as spam and pull tabs. Okay, so, so because I am not Minnesotan, let, I'll open one. Let's can, just try. Can we? One. Can we just talk about Do they the uses? Pull tabs in New York? So no. I, I, no. See, that's so you thing. put this. No. You can put this on a baked yeah. potato. This is what I was going to ask. What are yep. all the uses? No, I'm not. A, I'm not an expert. I hold this for a second. Right, I'm not an expert on top of the things, I will sure. admit. So I've already had what you have. So for the listeners at home, we're putting our money where our mouth is right now. So let's just try this. Here's a good chip. That's yeah, one for you. It. Hopefully it doesn't hurt your Don't throat. double dip. Yeah, don't double dip. <laughs> Is that a rule? Right? Here's one oh, for you. Thanks. Oh, wait. I'll, I'll, should we cheers this? Yep. Yeah, 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 we should. Yeah, we should. Probably should. So I'm going to have some, too. So this is top of the table. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Being a little aggressive. Oh, and you didn't even cheers. Do another one. <laughs> Typical guy. He cracked right? under pressure. That was toxic masculinity. It just came into the body. Too many All women right. in a van. Click, click, click. Right, click. Mm. I'll take out this one. I'm doing a promo with my mofo. Top of the tater, two for four bucks. Be a hero this Thanksgiving. Fantastic. That's good. That is good stuff. So previously, there were, when the all the women were kind of duking it out for pro leagues, mm-hmm. and there was all these different leagues, the Olympians weren't playing in the league, all this stuff. Yep. And we had more, technically there were more places to play pro hockey. Now they weren't making as much money mm-hmm. and all that. Do you think, how will it work with the PW, right? So you went from, I think there were like 11 places, they, 11 they teams. Yeah. They went. <laughs> Don't blame <laughs> them, yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. So, you know, we used to have, you know, there were more places more you could play, right? In yeah. theory, In right? Theory, yeah. Now, you're not going to make the kind of money they're making now, but mm-hmm. uh, how do you keep your eyes on maybe the... Uh, the women that might not have been on the six, because we're almost, yeah. we're going backwards to go forwards. It's bit. like the yep. original six, yep. right? We're making the original six P done a lot of the same cities. And uh, so how do you keep your eyes on talent? So maybe somebody that would have been in one of these secondary leagues, you still got your eyes on them from a national team perspective. Yeah, and that's a hard thing. I mean, you bring up a great point is that, you know, there's less opportunities now, which is it's a little bit sad to me and I'm sure to you too, Winnie. But um, I think that hopefully the growth of this league and expansion and all that will, will lead to more opportunities. But I think from a national team perspective, if someone isn't really playing in that league and they're not playing competitive games all they're, the time, they're, they're probably, probably not, the not, you know, what what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no, that makes and sense. And it will, and it will grow mm-hmm. to more oh. cities and oh, exactly. I, for so sure. For it to, so it's like a, I think it's going backwards to go forward. To go forward, yep. yeah. And we're not exactly. really going backwards because no. the money is what's really interesting, right? So you got for sure. You have to have six players making eighty. You got you can only have nine making thirty-five. You end up with an average salary of fifty-five thousand dollars to continue your mm-hmm. hockey career. That's so different than what's been happening. For sure. I mean, I'm sure what. With the Whitecaps, I mean, it must have been like... We used to pay to play. You're doing yeah. Uber, yeah. you're yeah. driving. Yeah, oh, pay to had, play. we had five vans, and I was one of the drivers, not good. <laughs> no, did it look <laughs> no. like this van? <laughs> yeah, well, just with like four rows. The shag rows back here, not the shag. <laughs> I mean, when you heard the money happening here, what was that? I mean, being kind of a pioneer of, you know, oh. hockey in the state, I mean, when you start hearing... You know, people are going to be making yeah, and it's, you know, and six it's figures not even, playing And it's hockey. not even just the players. It's the administrators. It's right. the people that put it together. Because right. everyone always forgets about them, right? Where it's like they're the toughest piece of everything, yeah. right? For us players, when we show up, it's easy. The ice time's there. Everything's set up. Me being a planner and a player, like with what I did for my dad volunteering, it's like that's all the time at work. Yeah, That's all the stuff. So now the credibility of having a GM like Natalie Darwitz uh, being paid to be able to do that job. Um, The coaching staff, um, the support staff, the Mm -hmm. trainer, I mean, all of it. It's, that's what makes the league so credible. And that's, what's fantastic for me to see is that these players are going to not only be be able to have a living, but also to have the opportunity to have what they should have. Yeah, have have the support that they need yeah. to be professionals and to be playing in you know rinks that support them and you know mm-hmm. uh, playing games in you know bigger buildings like the Excel Center and just all of that um, extra support is is huge. Have you gotten to know Darwitz at all? Yeah, actually, I've um, uh, had Natalie in on a lot of our selection camps and evaluating. Again, another Olympian who knows exactly like the type of player that we're looking for. Her feedback was always really valuable. Um, but uh, honestly, she's been so busy since taking the job. Like I haven't bugged her. I I reached out to her, congratulated <laughs> her, and said, if you need anything, yeah. I'm here in your back pocket. Like happy to help with mm-hmm. whatever you might need. But she's obviously fantastic and knows what she needs to do and is get, is getting it done. And they picked up Glenn Andreessen, who yeah, you know, was from a Minnesota hockey role, yes. and so. I mean, he's and, Kelly, and that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. To be able to get these people that are top notch to other, help build the program. The other new one that I just heard the other day was Callie Funk from the Minnesota Wild. Oh, she oh. went over to the, really? the Minnesota okay. team. I'm right. not sure doing but what, probably, but yeah, that's a few dubs. She was a white cap player. A few yeah. dubs for the P dub. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, tell us about some of the players on the national team. Okay. Just so I, it, they played in New Mexico, and we work with yeah. a junior team there. And, yeah, and I was kind of, Stan Hubbard, right? Yeah. And I'm looking for the beauties on, like, the, the goofballs, the fun personalities. <laughs> Decker was really fun, but yeah. everybody was telling me about Abby Murphy. Oh, yeah. Murphy. Yeah. Murphy. Abby Murphy. Murphy. Murph, you know, Murph, she, uh, she plays on the South edge. She, she can't help herself. She maybe could be the best player on the whole team. But we should little, have her on. Yeah, yeah, they, I actually on. think Abby Murphy might drive around in a van. That looks like this on a regular You know what? Basis. She wouldn't be afraid to. No. no, no. So <laughs> tell me about some of whether it's Hillary Knight, Abby Murphy, um, yeah. you know, Gabby Hughes. Like, yeah. who are, 
who are some of the you know the personalities on the national well, team? Well, obviously Murph. Yeah, you've already you know picked her out. Um, so she's just tough as nails, or what's you her know deal? what you know what's funny, and I and I love this she's is flamboyant. that flamboyant. She's flamboyant. <laughs> she gets under like whoever her opponent oh, is yeah. gets under their under their skin. Her wires touch. Oh, for sure, and that's all they can talk about and focus on. So, and I'm like. You know what? That's she's Murph. got you, and she's yeah. our Murph. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. She's you know? a, I mean, she's, a, she's player. a golfer too. Which uh-huh. I you want on your team. on your team, not against you. So she's like a math. She's like a Kachuk sister or something. She'd be like a, a <laughs> yeah, Matthew Kachuk. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I uh, I love that. How about uh, Hillary Knight broke the Hillary. all-time scoring Just record. What's she like as a as a person? You know what? It, I've gotten to know Hillary over the last couple of years, obviously, and just like her leadership. You know, you see all the accolades on the ice, but it's off the ice, too. Like, she's just such a professional, so focused on being the best version of herself that she can be. And now she's our captain and just does a phenomenal job. Like, everyone's just so comfortable around her. Um, and, and, you know, she can be fun and funny, but also, you know, rises to the occasion when she needs to and, you know... <laughs> gets us wins yeah, can score <laughs> or some other you know if if somebody's the olympics only happen every four years so yeah. you kind of get these um you can get uh your perspective you could be dated yeah about who you think yeah. the stars are just yeah. because it's been four years who are some of the big names when yeah. we look ahead to is it italy is that yeah it is milan next? italy so we have to talk about that too yep. but if you're thinking about milan who are some of the people you imagine on a wheaties box yeah well you know you guys said her name earlier taylor heisey um is obviously one of the up-and-coming stars for us number one draft pick for the pwhl um just has everything going in the right direction for her um so she's going to be awesome i think there's a I think there's a lot of college players right now who will eventually make that Olympic team roster. A um, couple Wisconsin girls. Um, Britta Curl is showing a lot of promise mm-hmm. for us. Just played in one of our rivalry series games. Got a, got a um, goal. Doing awesome there. Another Wisconsin player is... Um, Layla Edwards, first oh, black yeah. woman yeah. ever to play on the national team, which is absolutely incredible and awesome and like kind of sad that it's 2024. Where is she yeah. from? Uh, she's from Cleveland Cleveland Heights, Ohio, but plays at Wisconsin. Nice. Um, but absolutely great, great woman and uh, excited about her future. Um, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of college players. Uh, Gabby Hughes, you mentioned her earlier. She got two goals in our last game, yeah, which is awesome. Um, yeah, there's just a lot, a lot of promise out there. So the rivalry series, yeah. we're two games in. The U.S. is up two to nothing. Go to Canada for four, and then uh, back home to the X. Uh, how does the PWHL like with the landscape changing? What do you think oh, happens with the with the rivalry? Yeah, for sure. And it's actually something Hillary and I talked about earlier. But you know, right now we we've been the last couple of years in a seven game series with Canada. And um, it's it's worked well since they didn't have you know Other real games. Yep. Yep. real competitive, competitive games, games. Yep. Um, to play in. As we move forward and as they get more games, um, what we call the international breaks are protected in the PWHL. So like November, December, and February are when those international breaks fall. And so in their CDA with the with the league they protected those weeks so that they can still come do our events which oh, is that makes which sense. is that's awesome, huge. Yeah, that's awesome right 
Um, however, with them playing so many games, the, the schedule might, might in the future get adjusted a little bit and maybe look at five games instead of seven, you know, something like that. So you made another hire, which is just amazing. <laughs> it is fun. <laughs> so any hockey fan out there, you might have heard of Jack Hughes. <laughs> you might have heard of Quinn Hughes. Yeah. You might have heard of Luke Hughes. <laughs> so whatever the chromosomes are happening in the Hughes, uh, the Petri dish. Um, so tell it's us about. The mom. I know. It's, so it tell is the us mom. about. Played against her. The mom. I didn't even know she played. So yeah. tell us about this yeah. new hire, uh, Mama yeah. Hughes, coming Mama aboard. Mama Hughes uh, couldn't be more thrilled to have her on board with our team obviously some amazing dna there don't like you said the petri dish is uh is pretty special um but she's also just a very special woman um just uh, has you know come on board with our team as the player development consultant so what that means is like she'll touch base with all the players weekly and just you know talk about whatever it is they need to talk about their on ice performance from their last game show them video clips of you know nhl things that they can work on whatever whatever you know she wants to talk with them about it's kind of that conduit between the player and the coaching staff and the, and the gm and she's seen it all so what's her she's what's her name all. Ellen Hughes. Ellen Hughes. Now, yep. where did she play? You played against her. UNH. Yeah. So UNH. I have a picture of her, and I'll get it for the pod. Yeah. It's yeah. me when I was like 13 with her and Cameron Granado. No way. Cloud. That's awesome. And one of That's us three amazing. was holding a Coca-Cola, so you can get that as a sponsor. That's cool. Yeah, if we go. get Coke, I'll let you know. <laughs> so, so was she a stud player? I'll send it to you guys. Mama Hughes? Yeah, she was good. Yeah, she okay. was a two-sport athlete, too. Weinberg. Yep. yep. What else did she play? She played soccer. Played soccer. Yeah. She's so fast. Okay. Yeah. So what a great I remember her on the ice. Yeah. Because she's, she's seen it all. She's seen it all. She's seen, uh, Jack went through the development program. Yep. You had uh, Luke at Michigan, yes. Quinn at Michigan. Right. She's seen NHL. Yep. Is it is it all hardcore hockey or is she also kind of a mom to these players all of it. too? Yeah. Right? And so like, she's you know, especially helping the, them. Totally. Like, and with like the P Dub thing and them signing contracts and a lot of them not having agents, like, sh that she was helping them through all of that. Like, again, being, you know, nice. having know gone that. through it, um, she was able to help them, you know, kind of navigate. That's why I always that. say your athletic genes come from your mom. That's right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. What am I going to say? I've already, I've already I mean, been talking too much. But she's lost her voice. This is not a man destroying a women's hockey podcast. I promise you. Okay, so all of the athletic genes come from your mother. Well, thank you. Not, not all of them. Thank you, uh, Mama Hughes. I yeah. Your chances go a lot actually, higher. You might have three of those boys on the Olympic team in well, uh, Italy. Right. As well. And you know what? That'd be another great podcast for you when if when she comes out here again oh, you can come her. on with yeah then, there you go Tom's gonna want you there you go right. hope, hopefully she can have more children as well I don't <laughs> yeah know when she's here you can bring her on with you. Um, perfect the uh so talk about italy i mean yeah so i went to salt lake i went to vancouver yep, it was unbelievable same. i love going to the olympics if anyone hasn't been unreal you right? want to have an experienced bucket list go to the olympics and What's the setup going to be like in in this in Italy and where's the rink and yeah. is it beautiful or what, what's it going well, to be? Well, you know like? what? Um, to be honest with you, I'm supposed to go in February, um, to go to Milan and see like you know where the village is and the rink and all that. Um, 
the rinks are actually being built as, as we speak. Well, that's good, though. Yeah, so yeah, we'll, nice. we'll yeah. see. But they are going to be directly in Milan, where this this Olympic Games is going to be super spread out, um, like, like Vancouver was. Um, and, like, there's going to be events in Cortina and then um, Milan, and then even, like, bobsled is going to be in another country they that's, just announced, which is crazy. What a deal, though. Just go over there. Right? So I always liked... I like to go early yep. and watch, like, the pool play games and then come home and just just devour NBC yeah. emotional montages. And <laughs> it's like you were there, <laughs> and you're like, right? yeah, see, that's... <laughs> yeah, I was there. Yeah, and then you get, like, you can't... It's like, it's like, it's almost better, like, being at home. We have a sponsor from Summit Mortgage. His name is Sheldon Frank. As a matter of fact, oh. his daughter is a hockey player, Calla Frank. Frank. Yeah, um, sure, buying, St. Thomas. Buying a house isn't easy. I just went through the process with Sheldon, NMLS, number 213346. Lawyers make us say that. And Summit Mortgage. I felt like I could have bought him a bottle of good scotch when I was done. I didn't, but it's a thought that counts. Every home buying situation is different, and Sheldon has seen it all. In my case, I was starting a new company at the same time as building a new home. Sheldon guided me through the process just like Mama Hughes is going to guide these girls through the process. White glove service the entire way. He'll get, he'll be there for you. He's buttoned up and won't make mistakes. And he's a hockey guy, so there's going to be no balls to drop. You can trust him. If you're looking to buy a house in Minnesota, Wisconsin, reach out to get pre-approved. Call Sheldon Frank, 612-232-1872, Summit Mortgage Corporation, NMLS number 1041 is an equal housing opportunity lender. And oh, don't forget to mention wow. Calla Frank, his daughter, star goalie, stud, stud on St. Thomas. St. She's Thomas. in our in our player pool. She's got, and got we got eyes on, on Calla. Oh, do. yeah. She was our goalie in White Bear. Uh, yeah, with sure. my daughter, too. And so. isn't she like a pilot? Yeah. She is, yeah. Unreal. I think oh, she's yeah. a, a Renaissance woman. Well, their whole family say. is pilots, yes. right? Okay. All right, we got it. What, do you have anything specific you want to ask? Because I don't want to, you know, this um, is your well, podcast. I did want to just ask, but I could ask her after. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I only have a couple left. I don't know how you're going to, like, get half my questions. Well, we'll like, find out if we can hear you. We'll subtitle you. Go yeah, ahead, ask her. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so you were at the draft. Yeah. Did you meet Billie Jean King? I didn't. Oh, okay. okay. I didn't. I cause, However. Because she was there, it seemed like. I she saw was. She, did she, she leave? She kind of ditched out. Okay, yeah, yeah. I saw her kind of. But I will tell you a story. I had an opportunity okay. when um, the P-Dub started. Yeah. Um, and I went out to Chicago to watch a game and just, you know, support the women. Yeah, yeah. And I'm up in this suite, and Billie Jean King is there. And so I'm out, like, overlooking the ice, just sitting there watching the game, and she pulls up a stool next to me. Starts asking me questions about hockey and like I'm teaching Billie Jean King like the rules of hockey. I'm like, That's oh amazing. my god, this is yeah. unreal. I have a picture okay. um, of you her and I back then, but That'd yeah, cool. I I had a, a super special like moment, moment with, with her. So with you, Billie Jean you had King. already met yeah. her. So yeah, yeah, it was awesome. I, I thought that would just be really cool. Yeah. Hey, um, did the white? Did they approach you about having the Minnesota team be the Whitecaps? What do you mean? Just oh. calling them that. No, because I think they needed to start with a clean Swish slate bash. with all the... Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It would have been... Maybe the, the throwback, <laughs> though. Maybe, maybe the like throwback. the North Stars. Yeah, I bet Darwin, be because cool. Dar, because Dar... Because Dar I, I don't hate cap. that. A throwback jersey I don't would hate be that. sick. Like, I mean, we're kind of wearing the North Stars colors, and those belong to Dallas. Right. They do. And by we, I mean because I'm on the wild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, just a couple questions. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
So I looked at the rivalry series roster. Yeah. Okay, you got five Minnesotans, four New Yorkers. You know more about it than Three I do. Michigan, three Illinois, including uh, the Murph. The Murph. Uh, a couple from Mass. Then Idaho, Texas, North Dakota, Maryland. Three from Michigan, California, Ohio, Colorado. What's the story with girls hockey in the country? What's happening in Minnesota? Any mm-hmm. headlines, whether it's growth or, or not growth? And then are there other parts of the country that are kind of popping off with girls getting interested in hockey? Yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, obviously Minnesota is a huge hockey hotbed for us. Um, the New England, uh, Massachusetts, New York, that that area um, is doing really well with the growth. And um, then, you know, you mentioned Mi- Michigan and Illinois. Those are also really, really big pockets for us. But I think one of the one of the things that I like to see, especially like with our rivalry series going to like we were in Tempe, Arizona last week and then L.A. And then, you know, just go into non-traditional mm-hmm. markets so that we can make sure that, you know, we're having touch points with those players in those cities and they can see the elite level yeah. of hockey. That and you guys there. were in Seattle, too, we right? We were in Seattle. Yeah. Like to yeah. And just, you know, like hopefully we can continue to go to, to a non-traditional places like that, you know, Florida, Nashville, you know, places where, like, hockey isn't, like, a hotbed but is turning into mm-hmm. And so, you know, we, we just obviously love the, the growth and having such amazing role models and, like, women's sports just getting so so much more exposure these days, too, is only helping the growth of, of girls' hockey. Well, every, I don't know if you're seeing that, too. But, yeah. yeah. Every young girl you see at one of those games, I mean, that's just gold. Yeah. Liquid gold. I mean, totally. if there's 15 young girls in Arizona at the rivalry series oh. game, I mean. Exactly. Exactly. You're just buying future stock in women's hockey, so that's great. And hopefully, we see one of those, you know, Arizona names yeah. that you just mentioned. The Austin Matthews. Kind of, that's yep. how much they love it. Exactly. I had just a couple left, and we'll we'll wrap up. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah, this is awesome. It's Thanks usually for much. Me. It's usually much better. I'm I not mean, here, so. I, I being in the van down by the river. <laughs> no, you got the actual <laughs> professional. Here. Like, top the tater. The, I mean, we I don't call know. her the czar. You're the czar of pods. So. Well, couple, I don't know how it gets better, really. A, a couple themes from the conversation. I really like this idea of, you said it, Winnie, one set of eyes. So you got a scout yeah. that's looking. I know when uh, under, was it Regan Carney? Or uh, Reagan Carey. Reagan Carey. Yeah. There were multiple scouts back then, but yeah. I do like the idea. I know you got, it kind of went down to nothing, yeah. and now you're building it back. Yeah. I love that, like, Mama Hughes is going to be one point of contact. Yeah. You got the scout, one point of contact. So you're not going to get into all these tribes and and east versus west right. and midwest and i, I mean somebody's gonna be looking at it and can all can i say that's yeah. what's something that's pretty cool from a female standpoint that was a player i'm like you have katie the head and then you have the Haley scrupas and the ellens and they're all women right yep. powerful cool. women in those roles which people always ask how i got into coaching it's because coach halderson laura halderson was our coach yep. <laughs> so we saw like if you, you see it, you, you believe can you can it. do it. Yep, exactly. And so I think seeing these USA Hockey putting women in these roles is also a pretty big statement and pretty pretty neat. It feels like we should almost end on that. I don't know what to say after that. That's pretty good. I, uh, it is pretty good. I guess Did I'll, I just make you speechless? That was really that was really good. Especially, I mean, but you, you sometimes you don't think of I that, right? Really like talk, seeing right? seeing all of the pieces. But um, is there anything we didn't ask you that you oh, wanted boy. to say, or do you got a 1980 story you want to share oh, with gosh. us? Or, you know, um, 
I'm a big fan of uh, OC. Oh boy, yeah. Well, so was my husband. Yeah. OC, really? Yeah. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah. Wait, what was it about OC that you guys loved well, as a was, guy? It, because then it is, is, is it the well, it was the it was miracle, and that actor passed away sadly yes. of oh, an overdose. Really? He was a player on Maine, and I don't know what happened wow. in his life, but it must not have been good. But he yeah, he passed suicide, away. Yep. Uh, but he made really? that movie because he fought in the audition. They were doing hockey. And he got in a fight, a real fight in the audition. I didn't know that. Made the made the movie. He wasn't an oh actor. He was a, a player at Maine, and he's just such a great character in Miracle, which is maybe the greatest hockey. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's just great, a wonderful yeah, film. A film. Um, yeah. We need a great women's hockey movie, yeah. don't we? Like the we need the Miracle for girls. We need the yeah. or even the slap shot for girls, right? We need well, a, I got to tell you, something. it's not a movie, but um, we do have a documentary crew following us this season. Oh, um, really? so they started in August and um, kind of like the Taylor Swift, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> and what's it called? What's the show? Um, called? I think it's gonna be called Road to Utica. So, oh, so our, it's not out yet. It's not out okay, yet. Okay, good. This is I need yeah, this. this is good, right? Need, um, yes. So. Road to Utica, I believe, is what it's going to be called. And there's going to be, um, hopefully, on the NHL Network. And it's going to talk about our story and some of the players and like that in our lead-up to our world championships in Utica, New York, in April. So, That's awesome. Yeah, yeah it's like, cool. uh, you know, they're doing that with F1 and with tennis yeah. and golf. That's yeah. a great idea to mm -hmm. get deep into that content and yep. docu-series. And see what the life is. Exactly. And see what, you know, those players go through mm -hmm. um, to be at, in, a, in an elite level. People don't realize the sacrifice. That's either. right. Well, that's right. Thinks That's right. it's easy. I'll finish with one sponsor read, uh, Jimmy's. I don't know if you've had Jimmy's salad dressings or dips, but uh, the dips they make a coleslaw. Me. That's what we're going to talk about. Oh. Do you like coleslaw? Well, it depends. Yeah, I'm a picky coleslaw yeah. person. Well, don't sleep on the slaw. <laughs> Put it on a burger. <laughs> Set it by your baked beans. They got original. Put on your uh, lobster. They got maybe? pineapple. They got fat-free. Put it on your lobster. Okay. Minnesota Company. They're also at Cub. Cub takes care of everybody. All you got to do is basically go to Cub and yeah. everything you need right. is there. That's Jimmy Salad Dressings and Dips. Okay. Don't you be messing with my dressing. Well, thank you so much, don't Katie. Don't sleep on the slaw. That's, that's right. what I'm, oh, I'm going to go home with. Yeah. Yeah. So brain. thanks to Top of the Tater and the uh, and Cub and the Top of the Tater Mystery Machine and Katie Million and Winnie with Half a Voice, Tom Chorsky, wherever you are. This has been silly hard. Uh, so happy that you were with us. And go yeah, USA. Thank oh, thank you, guys. It's been a pleasure. And uh, I've never been in a van down by the river to do a podcast before. So well, you thank you. Yeah, I'll put it on your LinkedIn. All right. Thanks, guys. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Bye. What a blast.